0: Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network.
1: Welcome to the Bitcoin Podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome. See, holding on is what you do. These three guys—they have the news. It's Bitcoin podcast, baby. Welcome to the Bitcoin podcast. Bitcoin podcast. Welcome to the Bitcoin podcast. Bitcoin podcast.
2: Hey everybody, welcome to the Bitcoin podcast, episode 261, and I'm your first host, Marcello.
3: And I'm host number two, D.
4: Host number three, Dr. Corey Petty. How was your week, guys? Hey,
3: how was our week? Uh, you guys can go first. No, I'll go since I'm talking. <laughs> uh, week was long. Busy, busy, busy at work. But weekend has been fun. I got to see my niece and nephew, so I'm enjoying that.
4: I heard you had a doozy how you? of a week.
3: It was a, uh, it was beefy.
4: Can you get into <laughs> that? Are you capable of talking about any of that? I am on an NDA,
3: but okay. it can was just like,
4: can you give like beefy. like insight into small businesses and mainly focus on small business, right?
3: Yeah, I I, I consult with small businesses, and so all I say, it's um, it's not really much detail I can get into, uh, but I will say I'm learning a lot about like the construction industry i'll say that
4: one. i'm just talking about like how like based on your experience so far not even this particular client just like most businesses aren't run that well it seems um i People, will say maybe it's hard to just, say most because you are be like the ones yeah. you would be going to see would always have a problem because otherwise they would be calling a consulting agency but
3: <laughs> yeah i i think like um uh but um i would say that yeah, I think people go into small business. I'll say this. I'll keep it quick. Keep people go into small business because they make a thing or they provide a service really well, and I don't think necessarily understand um, costs and profit and loss and and uh, things of that nature. So it makes running a business tough if you're not really digging into your your financials. You mean they're not business. I run yeah, I mean, yeah.
4: That's like just, just isn't, that, isn't that just a business? <laughs> like it's the yeah, business part yeah. of doing something.
3: Yeah.
2: And well, they're so smart I, enough to hire you, though. They don't wait until they're out of business.
3: Yeah, that's the good thing is that eventually they hire me and I come in and help them out. Like, hey, you know, because if you don't cost things right, then you can't price things right. And if you don't price things right, you end up pricing yourself at a loss, right? So you're going along your business, you're thinking everything is great because you're getting paid, but little do you know you're like losing five dollars every hour of your life because you didn't factor in every single thing and it and how that cost affects your business. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, it's it's uh, a sometimes my weeks are chill, sometimes they're, I got to do some digging, but it's busy. So,
4: Hello, how about you? How was your week?
3: Uh it's cool. Learning how to play guitar.
4: Your fingers hurt yet?
3: They hurt. Give me your best John Mayer I'm not there yet.
0: Bow, bow, bow. You don't
3: have to you don't have to like your
5: voice.
2: I'm playing one chord and my fingers hurt. Give me
3: a give that's the ah, learning ah, curve yeah. of
2: guitar. You know how when you play guitar hero, it's not like
3: that in real life.
1: <laughs> it's not I was so I thought, good
3: at guitar hero though. Yeah, <laughs> I thought if you master the pinky, you win. I yeah, thought that's I all the guitar was about playing was the pinky. Oh wish. Uh, uh, it, now there's it, a lot of calluses. Yeah.
2: Food. Um, there's a lot of ripped skin and uh, feelings of arthritis. Ouch! But it's fun. Because I guess uh, when you get a guitar, you got to
3: learn. That's how yeah. that goes.
2: And uh, I've been paying attention to crypto this week, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah, what you, yeah. you pay attention to? Uh, I just I learned that uh, you know, I was sim hacked before it was cool because it seems to be a hot topic this week.
4: Yeah, man, that's getting pretty. It's getting pretty uh, pretty nuts these days.
2: I'm a little annoyed because it's it's probably a hot button topic because people don't write about it until it happens to them. You know, it's kind of like a guy who's donated to a cancer fund after he gets cancer. It was always a big deal. You know, it, it should have always brought more attention than just this past week it's a really big vulnerable spot in crypto but
4: I think it's a vulnerable better late spot than and, and just internet security yeah. altogether because most of the things yeah. that people back their stuff up to is recoverable by sending a, a, like, a like a password recovery thing to your to your phone and so basically like anything you want to get into if you have access to someone's phone number or phone just just SIM swap then you have access to whatever you want.
2: But isn't it the phone company's fault for making you absolutely connect your email address to your phone? No, so you not email- that.
4: So like, it's it's company's fault that require you to connect, like make do like SMS backup or like make you do email backup, and don't have right. better options for like two like real two factor authentication. And I'd say maybe two factor authentication done in a way that's Decent isn't actually starting to get more popular until just recently. Like, just it's becoming more mainstream because of these problems are such a such an issue. And
5: We're
2: if you like, go, if you live in Oklahoma too, and you and you're a victim of SIM swapping, and you go to your your no, cell phone Oklahoma. carrier and you tell the guy like I'm a I'm a victim of SIM swapping, he's gonna be like, Oh, victim of what? Yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah, and it's just like the <laughs> hackers in the space are way more knowledgeable and advanced than the people selling these plans and sim cards so
3: can i hear your oklahoma voice say some other stuff that's a that's
2: a clean texas actually experience i had <laughs> but i'm just picking some obscure place uh SIM? Um, what, what? <laughs>
1: what?
4: <laughs> yeah i've never i've never been to uh like where you go and buy phones or get your phone serviced and the dude just be like on on his a-game <laughs> super knowledgeable yeah. ever it's never happened to me
3: Every time I go in there they spend forever trying to unlock her fucking iPad. <laughs> it's like they're fucking t- t- just tapping away on the damn thing and it's like oh, it never wakes up. It just uh oh, it's so clunky and it's like what how I feel like you should have figured this out by now. Push the fucking home button.
5: Push you do the this button every day.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um uh, yeah. I mean, they need training, but the thing is, is like it affects our community right now, and, and until it starts affecting everyone, like, if, you know, then they'll get the training and they'll provide a different security. Uh, yeah,
4: that's a big part of it. I think is that we built an entire industry around storing value on your computer or like on someone else's computer, and in, in, in cases like exchanges and custodial wallets, and. It's, it's non-refundable, right? So you can't just call your bank account and be like, hey, my, my credit card got stolen, so uh, cancel that shit and give my mom money." money. That's not mm-hmm. going to cut it. So mm-hmm. because of that, these types of attacks have become really, really, really profitable.
3: And people are still... That's the thing is that people... They're going to learn. Crypto is not like your bank account. And if you're keeping all that stuff on like a Coinbase, which by the way is an exchange... Well, then you're acceptable, but if you have other means to, like, you know, hardware wallets, uh, some cold wallets, then you're okay. Are they
2: going to learn, though, or are they going to just be like, you know what, this isn't for me? Well, I mean, if they went in on these gains... <laughs> No kidding. Um, <laughs> if, we're, if we're talking about a GPP and I'm telling them like, "Oh, you need to get a hardware wallet so your exchange doesn't get hacked." Oh, by the way, you need to do this with your phone so you don't get SIM hacked. Okay, and they're well, gonna well, be like,
4: it depends. Once again, it depends. How much money are they putting in? They throwing in a good portion of their of their life savings. Well, they should probably take some steps to secure it, as opposed to just being like, "I don't know." Northwestern Mutual person takes care of it. Okay. Like, a, like no, but if like we keep money.
2: adding the. The I like possible problems in crypto, and we just pile them up. Like you need to do this, and then you also need to do this, and then you need to do this. Well, I and agree. Then you it needs to, need to get do this. It needs
4: to get easier, but like,
2: it's they're gonna not get that hard. Off.
4: You can follow directions.
3: Yeah, I mean, can I use Oklahoma man voice? You can do whatever you want. I, I mean, I reckon it's pretty easy. I like Cello's version better. <laughs> but, I reckon it's, it's pretty easy if I just read the instructions on the box. I mean, it is like I tell people I told people to get ledger blues and yeah, they get a little nervous, but then they figure it out on their own because that's kind of how I teach sometimes it's like, oh, can you walk me through this? No, man, read. Read. read the instructions. Okay.
4: Watch a video on YouTube. Like, watch a
3: video, read the instructions. Yeah, do,
4: do like a small so, amount and get comfortable with it, and then there you go. If you ha- when you have a question, a specific question, ask it. Yeah, there's plenty of people hate
2: spending
3: money to hold their money.
4: I don't. I don't. I have no. I have no remorse for people who are lazy.
3: People already spend money to hold their money. They just the banks are so good at what they do. They've massaged that pressure off of everyone. All right. Like. Oh yeah, like no, this doesn't cost money at all. We're just gonna hold your money for free. yeah, right <laughs> we, we have to have
2: sympathy for the lazy because the lazy are gonna make up the majority of the of the mass adoption
4: okay there's there's two things to this in my opinion. Uh, king of making false dichotomies. let's see. Uh, like one, we as the builders, the developers, the people who are in charge of the products that people are supposed to be using to secure this value need to make the appropriate decisions that take advantage of as much security as possible without informing the user of those things. Like, if it it doesn't need to be an option, it should just be done, and that requires some complex thing to happen, we should be doing that but in a way that the user doesn't even know or care that it's being done that just just by by consequence of us doing it the product is safe but they don't they don't have to experience it or change anything on the other hand we need like the user has to do some things they have to learn some things because there's a new technology it's not going to be the same because it, it it fundamentally operates differently and if you want to invest money and 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 Try and secure money. Then you need to learn something. I mean, it's not that if, if you if you hold something valuable, you learn about it. Is that not is that not a human thing?
2: No, I mean, how many people have bank accounts and don't know anything about banking?
4: Because yeah, but I don't, ooh, because that's they deep, can shallow. they can they can call their bank account. They can call their bank, maybe they, and they get their money maybe back. They don't. Maybe they don't value it. Maybe
3: it's just their their numbers that do stuff. But that
4: was a part of like what we kind of what we discussed in the early ICO boom, like when people are like making a bunch of money, making a bunch of decisions on what they're investing in, trading things, so on and so forth. And we're like, okay, this isn't going to last forever. But what it is doing is it's creating a lot of young people to start thinking about money in a brand new way, and like thinking about investing and then how to, how they do like portfolio management and allocation and and when to buy and what their money's doing and all these different things that I certainly did not grow up doing and I was never taught. And mm-hmm. so like I think that's a, a big part of this is that people still don't really know how to think about money. And when they just assume that like, I don't know, paycheck gets put in my bank account, I spend it every month, then like, okay, well what, what are you gonna what what type of attitude is that going to be for Making yeah, yourself I mean, a better investor.
3: People don't people aren't exposed to the, like you make your money make money kind of st- uh, conversations very frequently. And then some people get offended when you do start to discuss things of that nature. Some people don't. Um,
4: but it goes beyond it is, money.
3: It, it does go beyond money. It's
4: like just digital identity and digital security. Like that's becoming a topic these days with like, you know, people losing shit on Facebook or, you know, people getting hacked yeah. and their credit scores get get leaked and all that nonsense, right? Like,
3: Yeah. Maybe becomes, the grand. Go ahead.
4: So that just becomes a topic of interest where, like, oh, how do I secure my identity? Because apparently the people who I've been trusting to do so really suck at it.
3: Maybe the grand awakening is coming where everybody that's on the internet is going to say, wait a second. Why don't I just go anonymous? And, like, because that's how the internet, like, no, I know you can't, like, I know you can't, you can go pseudonymous at best to like the other, none the wiser. But I mean, when I was a kid, it was just an understanding that when you operate on the internet, you never tell anyone who you are. You just don't. Or you didn't like, have social was media the, when you were a kid. Exactly. You know, that was the thing that came and changed the internet forever. But I mean, is it ever going to go back to like, you know what? I'll just exist as ninja man 79 and i'm okay with that no, no nobody really has to know never, it's never
4: <laughs> happening again so much is relying upon your digital identity these days for access to services uh storing your identity so that you don't have to carry it around with you all the time like, like and building up reputation for the things that you purchase just online just slash sell just online just, slash operate as a business. I didn't think we were ready.
3: It's just causing so many problems for us to not just be Ninja Man 79 and operate under those pretenses and then have a whole separate Internet for being yourself where, you know, nothing can happen and there's strict rules around it because it's just like it's there's so much funkery. Like I have friends sometimes are like, hey, is this you? I'm like, no, it's not me. And they're like, well, somebody's trying to be you. And I'm like, well, I mean, you know, it's not me. Really? Like that's like a that's like a twelve year old picture, yeah. And like it happens in the family as well. Like we'll have like like fake profile. My dad has like fake profiles of people that are like, they're not him, but they like send us friend requests and what? message us and stuff. Really? Yeah. Yes. This this happens, Corey. Like people will take your identity and try to fake out your family and friends.
4: Wonder if that's happened to my family. I feel like they'd say something. I hope that's not happening yeah. in my family. <laughs> is susceptible him. to it?
2: But like if you last never,
3: year there was, a, go ahead, chill.
2: If Corey never interacts with his family on Facebook, then all of a sudden he's inviting them to barbecues on Facebook to be like,
3: hmm,
4: "Yeah, something's
2: up." Would they
3: or would they? They'd be like, "Wow, this is a brand new Corey. <laughs>
4: Corey is really getting into the family again."
1: <laughs>
3: he invited me to a barbecue. Knowing I'm not in Ver- uh, where Corey lives. i us say where he lives. But yeah, I don't know. It's just security is going to be a tough nut to crack. No, it's it's
4: never not going to be a thing in my opinion. It's always going to be difficult uh, and there's always going to be problems. And it's and it needs to get better, but yeah. people need to take, I don't know, a modicum of their day to learn something new to protect themselves.
3: Yeah. As opposed you can't to stop crime. That
4: that needs to be what
3: you lead with actually, Cello, out to, uh, to to Oklahoma man is he will say like well i got this hardware wallet. what's well, supposed to do with it and you say look first things first um, d- would you like just leave your bank account open on a computer for anyone to walk up and send stuff and do whatever with and say i reckon not you say all right well we need to teach you how to secure yourself all right so you so so you don't lose this money Right, you just got to teach people what's important. Is like, how do you teach them though? I don't know. Here's nine things that could help them. First things first. (laughs) I found I found an infographic here. The first thing: losing your private key. What's the effect? You can't access your crypto. What's the solution? Back up your private keys in multiple ways.
4: Have redundancy with that. Okay. There's an addendum to that. Uh, The more places. You back up your private keys. The more chances they can be stolen, right? Yes. So I think that so is take that take note account, right? So like if I write it down, this is just a like way to think about this. If I write something, if I write my private keys down, like my seed phrase for my hardware wallet, if I write that down and put it in a safe, and there's no other place for it, there is one way in which someone can get that that seed phrase. They get into that safe and take that let's say if I do this five times, there is now five different ways in which someone can get my seed phrase and steal all my money. And so I'm saying the more times you back this stuff up and put it different places, especially if it's like different ways of backing things up, say for instance, I encrypt it and put it under the cloud storage. Someone can then get in my cloud and and maybe brute force that, that encryption and take it. Uh, say I give it to my family and, and my mom puts it on her phone and stores it on her phone for some reason. I'm saying like you need to take that into account the more when you when you back things up yeah. is the more times you do it, the, the the attack surface is typically what they call it it increases.
3: Yeah. Cello, do you want to hear something bananas? Yeah. What I did to protect us when we were mining Litecoin. So this is many moons ago. We used to mine Litecoin and Cello and I were in a joint mining venture together. <laughs> we were pros <laughs> we were prospectors. <laughs> I took the private key, copied it on paper, laminated it, but I split, I chunked it up into four different chunks first, and then I codified it so I knew the sequence of how to put it back together, cut it in four chunks, and then I taped one to the inside of my Pops briefcase. I taped one to the back of the refrigerator. I taped one to the inside of Ronan's dog cage, and then I had one on my desk. And that's how stupid I was about my security because <laughs> I thought I was being like so so like James Bond with my shit. Yeah, that's, uh, that's dangerous. <laughs> that's <Huh>? Dangerous. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is... but uh, I had a, I, I had could another... probably if I
4: found if you lost one of those and needed to recover it, I could yeah. probably recover that. Yeah, because
3: um, it's, it's only what thirty six characters or whatever. So it I mean, depends, but, right? So... Yeah, that's true. It does depend. Um, but I also had the the actual code. Like the whole thing backed up on my computer just in case. That was the, is in case in I delete my file? app data folder.
4: It, it was in a file?
3: file that was encrypted with a password. But I'm assuming that's a yes to your
4: Then no, it wasn't. If you encrypted it, then it wasn't plain text. Do you know okay. that that whole venture is yeah, profitable now?
3: At, at the current Litecoin prices? Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it was very profitable. It's been very profitable, actually. Well, so up until recently mm. it was
2: a breaking well, adventure, and it was like
4: $3 when we were mining Litecoin. yeah it
2: was a it long went, time yeah. ago when we got done I remember it was at like $33 and we were like
3: what I bought you out at a great price yeah looking no back regrets. on it looking
2: no back regrets. on it, it's
3: a great price Yeah, but um
2: anyway how the times the, have changed yeah the times I think that was a very cool that was like one of the coolest things I've done so
3: it was really cool man like start turning on my miner uh while the bef- like while I was at school teaching I'll just look at my phone and see like oh I guess it's not mining let me hit reset real quick and then I'd look look at my phone again and see that oh the goes the hash rate it's up and running again
2: I tried, cool. I tried to sell it uh I just I sold the video card on Craigslist and he was like oh yeah I'm gonna use this for uh, world of Warcraft why are you selling it and I was like oh i I, I mine Litecoin with it and he goes, oh, so that shit was just constantly just on, getting beat up every second of the... No, no thanks. I don't want that.
4: <laughs> yeah, I had the hardest time selling that shit. Yeah, you're right. Because it, it basically, like, I destroyed a bunch of GPUs because I, <laughs> I would push them to the limit. I kept tweaking yeah. with them, trying to, like, maximize efficiency. And in the process of doing that, I probably just burned them out.
3: Yeah, they destroyed video cards because I tried to play... Final Fantasy fourteen with some friends after we that venture with one of those video cards, and every single I guess you call them raid, my screen would just go black, but my character was on the screen, and so they're like, "D, what are you doing?" I was like, "I have no clue what I'm doing." You're in the shadow. What do you though. guys see? I'm doing. And they're like, you're, "You're you're just running into the wall," and I was like, "Well, you know, I can't see that." So, um, but anyways, um, that's how crazy I got. With security for us, Chelo, so we would have been just fine. But let's get back to the list, right? So, uh, Number two, storing critical information unencrypted. The effect. Attackers, malware, and key loggers can steal your information. Hence why I encrypted the folder where I kept the private key. Solution, encrypt all critical information, private keys, seed phrases, etc.
4: Okay, cool. Number how two- are you supposed to do that? Like a GPP, you how are they going to go it- encrypt stuff?
3: Okay, here it is. You take your k- private key that's not even easy to do, by the way. Exporting a private key from like a desktop wallet, it takes some a little bit of coding knowledge. You got to kind of go That's to... Seed like, phrases uh, these
4: days. Everything's seed phrases these yeah. days.
3: Okay, so take your seed phrase. Put it in a folder on your computer that you trust. Don't make it too stupid, right? Don't make it like... Don't name it like uh, Kathy Ireland... Right, and you're gonna forget what what the damn folder is even for, or where it is, or maybe you won't. I don't know. That's a that's put a in strong a window
4: into Dee's head right there.
3: Well, she was an attractive <laughs> woman, okay, and unnecessary rough or necessary roughness that movie. That's unnecessary my roughness. It was. I think okay. it was
4: necessary roughness. You're right. Yeah.
3: Yeah. When she was like in that t-shirt, but anyways, uh, <laughs> you put it in a folder. Right-click it password protect the folder and there you go i don't that's even like the, that i don't even I don't like that encrypting the folder well, well okay well then how what Obey do you like the thinking? infographic
4: uh i guess that's the easiest way to do it i mean it's at least gives you a password but then you're to remember your password but you should be doing yeah. that anyway i mean I, I i don't know for for the easiest way possible i say use a password manager and store your your, your seed phrases inside your your password manager and make sure your password yeah. manager is backed up with a YubiKey, like a or at least like some type some type of two factor authentication. Google authenticator, Authy, YubiKey.
2: Whatever. Well the the guy that if we all know this, the guy who got SimSwap hacked for six figures, didn't he work at like Epicenter or some, some legitimate place? <laughs> I
4: forget place? where it was, but it was like you should know. That's the thing. That's the difference between knowing and being lazy. He knew better. Mm-hmm he was just lazy because he, he was like this isn't going to happen to me but these attacks right. they're just yeah. they're, they're they're very broad spectrum attacks
2: are they the, like can they know how much money is is in an exchange before like maybe he wasn't targeted because of who he was but how much money he had in his account
4: uh, no it's more along yeah. the lines of like social engineering and going after people who uh, act a certain way online and give up information about themselves
2: Oh, so you like you could be hacked, but when they find out you have like four bucks in your Coinbase, they'll be like, yeah. oh, well, fuck that yeah. guy. Like, so that,
4: feel like if you're stunting, I mean, look at what happened to, uh, wasn't that, Balaji? like or, my daddy. That Who? one dude that like you you did like cover art for and he stiffed you? Uh, you're going to have to be more specific. It's a big I've timer on ICOs you know, It was like, he'd be, he'd be oh, like, yes. Moon, moon yep, Lambo. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, I know moon exactly what about. Yeah, anyway, like yeah. he was just like stunting. It's so, like, okay, you're making yourself a target. Belina. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: i be stunned like my daddy. Damn. So, um, these,
4: so these
2: hackers, they'll just randomly go into people's accounts. And then when they see six figures, they're probably just their pants get tight. It. Well, it
4: depends. Like yeah, I, I looked drain. at the IP, uh, the attacker IP of the guy that, that messed with your R accounts a while back. And mm-hmm. it was a it, that was an act of uh, basically like circumstance. Like, he just had this like broad spectrum. Probe that would try and find uh, known vulnerabilities in servers. Yeah, and then took advantage of them, and then mm. basically said, "Give me, give me Bitcoin, or you don't, you don't have it back." But like the what he wasn't very good at it, so I just took our account back.
2: Well, I, I think I, you know, I want to pat myself on the back too. I froze my account. That was the first thing I did, and I think a lot of people panic and they don't think about that.
4: Yeah. That so the right fact
2: thing. that he, the fact that he was trying to ransom my wife means that he. <laughs> He was he wasted valuable time. Well, he also he, like tried to
3: be you to your wife. Can you go you to like, the details like, about that? Yeah, please, please.
2: Do. <laughs> uh, do I want to? Does that make me more susceptible to yeah, vulnerability? You're, you're, you're
4: fine. Not 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 okay. those. Not the, like the super wifey details. Wifey Just details. Like like what the guy that. said to your wife.
2: Oh, okay. So yeah, so he was he got control of my GChat and he he uh messaged my wife because my wife has the same last name as me. So he connected the dots, smart hacker. So he said, uh, hey, sweetie. Uh, and then Sheena was like, yes. And then he goes, yeah, honey, just want to let you know that uh, I've been cheating on you. And, um, uh, you know, I'm really sorry. And she goes, yeah, this this isn't Marcello because he doesn't call me sweetie and honey. And he goes, <laughs> well, I have I have control of, of his life. And if he wants it back. That would be one good coin.
4: It's a hard turn. It's like, damn it. It was a hard turn. <laughs> That's some Dexter's Laboratory
3: <laughs> villain type shit. Like, what kind of lame ass villain is that? He goes from soft to Dr. Doom in uh, one response. Hey, honey. Hey,
4: sweetie.
2: You cheating on your bitch. Mood. Yeah. <laughs> right, let me get the uh, deed to your land. Like, nobody <laughs> talked the way that guy was talking. So, let it Get was... the
3: deed to your
4: land? Yeah. <laughs> All right. So number, uh, number three on this on this uh, number 90s, three ways to lose your cryptocurrency. So keeping number your crypto three. on an exchange. Effect, effect is go ahead, dude. You want you clearly want to say this. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I'm reading. Man. we're starting a thing. <laughs> effect: the exchanges are are highly target targeted and centralized points of failure. Solutions store your cryptocurrency with a hardware wallet. That's one we've said time and time again. Number four: using weak and or reused passwords. In effect: your accounts can easily be taken over. Yeah, if your password is like Bitcoin one, two, three, or like I am good. I don't know. It's don't be stupid. Five, not using two factor authentication effect. Only your username password is needed to access your account. That's bad. Six, falling victim. And so cello to your point where it's like, oh, this stuff is too difficult. Well, back when we started, if I, if I said 2FA to a GPP, their eyes would roll. But now that's becoming such a standard practice on the internet, you know, that people just know it. Like I said, you know, I think I was talking with... Also,
4: uh, I want to back that up in that um, in, most, in most cases, in almost in almost all cases other than some, some, some edge ones, um, when someone finds out that you have two-factor authentication enabled... They stop. And they move on. Most hackers, yep. the vast majority of hackers, are, are 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 like trying to perform crimes of opportunity. They're not. You're not specifically targeted. Or once they you, get to a certain hurdle, it becomes way more difficult, and their skill set can't get past it. So they go. They They, they go. They stop doing it. Just having two factor authentication on almost on everything that you have is usually enough to get you to make to make you safe.
2: But it's almost like if you have seven locks on your front door. Then the burglar knows something inside is valuable.
4: No, two FA is not that big of a deal. It's just like I think it's yeah. it's now it's now common knowledge that username and password is not enough to secure yourself to secure your digital identity and and the things you hold sacred digitally. You need more. If 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 it is valuable, it should have multi factor authentication because we have a ton of different ways to do it. Yeah. And now companies are forcing it on you. So even even the fact that they're forcing it on you is, is enough to say, like, okay, I should be doing this.
3: What if crypto made a new wave and we called it 3FA?
4: That's Ooh. called multi-factor. Oh. Sorry.
2: They called it three-way security. <laughs> it's just it's MFA, Ooh. multi-factor yeah. authentication. <laughs> uh, so like for like oh, your bank
4: account, yeah. you should have multi-factor authentication.
3: How many factors of authentication do you have? Mm.
1: Yeah, if I was wow. a
2: hacker and you had like four different things, I would be like, hey, let me invite Ooh. my hacker buddies over. This guy has something valuable. This guy I don't know box. if hackers are just going to be like, oh, he's got two FA, time to move along.
4: You'd be surprised. Some of them will. Most of them. Yeah. Because they're right, using, they're using kits and they're just trying to like see where the kit works. And if it doesn't work, they move on because it, yeah. like, it requires them to change their behavior and learn something new. And oh, so they're so not what even are you good gonna do? What, they do? what are you gonna do? Are you gonna are you gonna try and learn something new to get one person, or use the same shit you know to go check other people?
3: Yeah, it's better to do the latter, latter. But six, well, go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Numero seis, uh, falling victim to phishing scams. That's P H. Uh, effects, you can be exploited and your crypto can be stolen. Solution, don't click on suspicious links or send upload your private keys anywhere. This one I feel like is is easy to follow for people our age who were birthed into the internet. Wait, what's my Bane voice? Uh, you nearly experienced the internet. I was born in it. Like we just know when something looks fishy on the internet. You'd be surprised. Fishing
4: like, campaigns are getting incredibly sophisticated. Like incredibly sophisticated. So basically the key to that one is don't click on links. If someone tries to get you to like log in through a link, don't click on it. Just go to the website yourself.
3: Yep. There you go. It's so much easier to click that link.
4: And then get your shit stolen.
3: (laughs) Number seven, handing over your API keys. Effect, you could get control of your account to a malicious party. Solution, only give out API keys to trusted parties if you absolutely have to. Number eight, downloading unknown software. Malware can steal your credentials, keys, or replace addresses when you send crypto. Solution, don't download unknown software. Update antivirus, double-check public addresses when sending crypto. Number nine, installing unknown browser plugins. The effect, malicious plugins can steal your credentials and keys and monitor your uh, stuff. So yeah, like the same way when we all used to use Internet Explorer when we were kids... And you would download thirty things into that ribbon and think that your internet experience was so juicy. Yeah, don't do that anymore, ever. Just don't. Eh, unless you, you,
4: you should know what it is, right? The plugin, right? Weatherbug. Yeah, don't get weather bug up Weatherbug. <laughs> oh there, man, you know? everyone had Weatherbug. <laughs> yeah, that stupid, that stupid sound would just yes. keep yes. going off. And you're like, where the fuck is it? Where the fuck
3: is it? Close it down. (laughs) Anyways, uh, malicious plugins can steal your credential keys and monitor. So solution, only install trusted plugins and understand the permissions you grant them. Okay. So I do want to give a shout out to this. This is ledgerops.com that put this infographic together. And it's, you know, it's nine things. But damn it, if you value this stuff, if you got in, like, we know 99% of you get into this space to make money, right? So you obviously have that value attached to it. Learn how to secure it and stop being a dumbass. And you person that lost uh, six figures, yeah, man, you got to get on top of that. Stop being lazy.
4: I bet it's like one of those situations where it wasn't a lot to start out with and then it grew into a lot. And it was like, eh, it's probably fine.
3: Yeah. Like like, right. like me,
4: right? Like I, I I didn't, I probably didn't secure a lot of things early on as the price started rising because it's kind of like funny money. It doesn't feel real until you like take it out and do something with it. Yeah. Just the number keeps growing. And that's, that was my experience. It's like the number just kept growing. And I was like, man, this is getting out of hand. All right, back to, back to work. And then <laughs> that was it. Right. I was like, I guess we'll see what happens tomorrow. And then like, it got to the point where like, man, I should really, I should really take some time out of my day to like, make sure this is all okay. And like safe.
2: I remember in the yeah. last bull run, you went into the chat and you guys. Are you guys seeing this? This is ludicrous. It just keeps yeah. going up.
3: <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it was good timing. It's like
2: guys, this um, isn't
4: this is not this is crazy. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, the the reason it was a good time for me is because at at one point I like worked at another firm and i was the bitcoin guy and like everybody makes fun of you right when you're the bitcoin guy you're like oh look at this guy this is funny money and then like i was as i as they were talking to me the price was like jumping two thousand dollars and i was like yeah it's crazy right funny money huh so lunch on me that's right no you're paying your own damn lunch Right. right you're paying <laughs> you're your like, own i quit bitch <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> i quit i'm out okay um yeah. So that, that's a little bit of security tips from not us, but we wanted to share that from Ledger, Ledger On top of that, um,
4: if you have questions about those. You want to know what any of those things mm-hmm. mean? Uh, you want more context or specifics around them? Join the Slack and ask me. And I, and, and there are a few other people in the Slack that will be more than happy to go into detail about yeah. any of those why they're a th- why they're a problem, how they're a problem, how to protect yourself from them. Join the Slack. We'll answer those questions. I will answer yeah, I will answer those security questions all day long.
2: Yeah, there's a new guy in the Slack that wants to join us. Not sure if he's gonna actually live up to that.
3: Oh, you're talking about Tim? Yeah. He's yeah, never been on the show. The you wanna open up the lines right now? I feel like we need like a sound,
4: like a transition sound.
2: Bow, 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 bow. Huh. Someone put open up on the the Security
4: next channel let's see open up uh, the ledger found undisclosed seed extraction attack on treasure and clones like crypto keep key not patchable oh wow check this
3: out. open up the lines and open up the lines the lines are open um what I will say uh is I'm almost cello you finally you've turned I think it takes a long time for you to turn me on to things but I think I would like to absolve some personal risks for giving absolutely great investment advice because there's people all over the world giving investment advice every day and the the repercussions are small like they are and I feel like I give really modest good advice to this stuff and I have for years which is put no more than 5% of your cash flow into Bitcoin or other cryptocurrency because it's an extremely high-risk asset. That's just good advice. Is it not?
2: Yeah. Uh, I, lo- I listen to other crypto podcasts, and they all open up their podcasts with, this is not financial advice, and then they go and give financial advice for two hours. Yeah, this is just, it's just, it's just, just a just... way
4: to cover your ass uh, for yeah. legal legal purposes. That's, that's all yeah. of it is. Yeah.
2: So, it's gonna, just,
4: it's, you know, it's comical. though. can sue like, you. Like, we're, we're in the United States, man. We're litigious. People will sue you because they made stupid decisions based on they, something you um, said. If we're
2: somebody stupid. brings D to court because he says, don't invest more than you're willing to lose and maybe put 5% in there. I and don't they
4: think go
2: and put, put like
3: 30 th- and they go and put like 70% in there. Yeah. But the thing is, Cello, what I'm trying to avoid is the cost of the headache, right? Right. Or, or just the time of the headache. headache. Yeah. Somebody, because... That's where they win, right? Because if you're not on top of your shit when they're, like, sending you all these, like, legal documents and shit, then you could just lose because, you know, you're like, well, what? I didn't even know that happened. Somebody sued me, right? And so you, you know, that's how that goes. And then you got to pay all the legal fees, get a lawyer and all this stuff. So what I will say is hashtag not investment advice, but at the same time. <laughs>
2: I mean, somebody sent us. Someone paid off their their mortgage and sent us a case of beer. He didn't have to say, "Hey, uh, you know, not investment advice." But I paid off my house. Thanks. You I, know, he, it was I just think like, he actually hey.
4: put that hashtag in the note he sent me. Did he?
3: <laughs> he put hashtag not investment
2: Something advice. Something
3: like that. In I that. feel like that's what yeah. happened. Uh, the beer was know, good hashtag, too. Uh, hashtag not investment advice. Five uh, percent of your cash flow, right? So if a hundred dollars come in, take five dollars and, and and put it. Was crypto. I am. I
2: am taking money out though. As uh, I'm enjoying it a little bit, I actually paid off a car note last week with crypto. So
4: hooray! So we That's... have a caller who joined us. Yeah. Who is that? Hello. 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 Who is that? Who are you?
6: Hi, it's Reem.
4: Hey, Reem, what's oh, up? Hey, what's up? Hi. We were just
3: about to give financial advice, but right before we said that, right before we do that, we were going to say it's not financial advice so we don't get sued.
4: Have any, have so, any financial advice you would not um, like to give? Are you ready for that?
6: Oh, I'm ready for that. Always. What yeah.
4: <laughs> so so, um, financial advice would you not give someone?
6: Is that a question for me?
4: Yeah. Yeah, it is. We were- oh. <laughs>
6: um, putting me on the spot here. Um, I don't know. Well, what do you guys propose?
3: Okay, this is what I would say. I I like giving the one I just gave is that don't no more than five percent. Uh, no more than five percent of your cash flow should go towards risky assets. There you go. That's 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 a golden one. Oh, here's my, another one. Oh, go ahead, Chelo.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna counter that, and you can sue me. You can
3: do whatever you want. But if we're all here,
2: if we're doing a podcast for four years, we obviously believe in in. Crypto and blockchain technology—that's going to thrive and profit—pour a whole bunch of money into it.
3: (laughs)
1: Sue Cello.
2: It's going to double and it's going to triple. Don't do more than your than you can lose. I mean, make sure you can pay all your bills, but pour a bunch of money into it. We're all here week after week because we believe in it. We know it's not going to fail. So why
3: be modest? (laughs) Throw it all in. If you sue a Sue Cello, okay?
4: No, no, no. no. There's no us involved. Just, just Sue Cello. Yeah, and Just when you send thank you notes,
3: don't CC Corey and D. Yeah. I want it
2: um, all. Uh
3: another thing. Mind. Uh Hiroja left it, or Hiroja's here and then somebody else joined. I was gonna say something um I was gonna say as people are joining, we might lose bandwidth, so we might want to cut our video. Alright. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're just in my bedroom. if you're just joining up, you might want to cut your video because uh, we're going to lose bandwidth, and we don't want the the sound quality to drop. Here, somebody type that to Rosia.
4: Nice jamming. Um, um,
3: so I would say uh, another bit of not financial financial advice: have hard percentages in your portfolio and rebalance when you've had success. Right. That's what Mr. Captain Buffett does. That's what all these great investors do is he say, OK, I'm going to have X percent of Bitcoin, X percent of Litecoin, X percent of Ether, X percent of, you know, DAI, whatever it is. And then when you hit these HODL plus moments where you can take a little bit off the top and rebalance,
4: you go back to those percentages. You keep, keep saying DAI. I wanna, I'm going to reiterate that DAI is a stable coin. It's supposed to stay at a dollar. It's not an investment. Yeah, it's tool.
3: it's but it's still a cash position, right? Because it's something that's liquid within the space, yeah. so you'd also you'd always have a cash position. Sure, that's fine. Right? Okay. That's so, a, that's not, um, like
4: I don't want people thinking they should just go buy DAI cuz it's going to moon, right? That's not the case. Yeah, it's not, not going to moon. DAI is not
3: going to moon. Oh, yeah, I didn't say that. Um, also not investment investment advice. The HODL plus strategy. If you uh uh, you know, the, if you if you can experience extreme uh, changes in your personal life from any recent changes in the price, perhaps you should take advantage of that to help change your life and not hold on to a dream. I don't know. I know that's very different than what most people in Bitcoin would say. They will say, "Hold until I
4: die." But uh, all right, now based on based on that quality. Not investment. Investment advice. Reem coming at you.
6: <laughs> I'd say don't put in what you can't afford to lose.
3: Okay, par for the course it's good. That's that's a that's,
4: that's good. subjective.
3: What if a really
2: rich guy puts in a million dollars and loses it all? He can he can afford it. That it. it. That's
4: fine. That's always subjective. Yeah. yeah, all of this Nobody should be you know. very subjective. It's very personalized, right? Like if if a, you're not typically, if someone is investing, they're investing for themselves, not investing for somebody else. Yeah, exactly. So um, put, you should know. So
6: them-
3: yep. And then, like, uh, if you don't know how to calculate percentages, uh, you got no business investing. All right, you need to go read some books. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to be so frank.
4: I would say, I would <laughs> but- <laughs> say, like, one thing you should be doing is if, if you, if what you've put in ends up growing, and and you're like you you want it to grow more, but the amount can make actionable change in your life, like se- like severe change in your life for the better. Then do it. There is no reason to hold on to money that mm-hmm. or like paper money that can make drastically changes for the better in your life, and you don't do it. I think it's an irresponsible use of an investment.
3: Yep. And don't uh don't listen to family members that tell you to sell low, because. My family Man. almost screwed me, and they got in my head one weekend. They were close. They were like, "It's you know, it's just taking so long. It's not going to happen, and, and you should just, you know, s- sell what you have and pay off, you know, a portion of your loans. And I was like, you guys are fucking gonna going to fuck me over. I'm not listening to you, and I'm glad that I didn't. So, don't listen to people that don't know what the hell they're talking about. Listen to people that do know what they're talking about. Been in the space for a while. Have an educated opinion. And take that into your own research. And make your best decisions. What are they called? D-Y-O-R. Do your own. No. Yeah. Do your own research. Do your own due diligence. So, um, that's here. it.
4: That's enough of that. Uh... But there's a
3: reason why I wanted to say that. Okay. Before I wanted to say that is because I paid a gentleman to do a little do a little uh, data scrubbing for me. Oh, that's right. And and as it stands, there's a 76% chance if you invest in Bitcoin, the next year, the money you put into it is going to be worth more. You
4: can you explain that?
3: I can't explain that. That seems, low. That. That yeah. seems low? Are you? you can? Yeah. Are you, you taking crazy pills? I mean, 76% I'm, chance? That, that seems what? low. So that's like guaranteed. That's the mach- that's the machine you go to Vegas and only play because you know you're gonna have a great time if you're winning 76% of the time.
2: I mean, 76% is good odds. I just feel like it's higher. It's almost guaranteed. Okay. Wow, you are you explain, are man, with Explain very what you standards. did and
4: how you came to that number because I can just okay. say shit like that and not mean anything.
3: So we got all of the closing prices for Bitcoin going all the way back to 2012, right? And we put them at like midnight at the same day at the same month, going all the way back to 2012. And then I took the year over year percent changes month over month in those months going back to 2012. So January 31st, 2012, 2013, 2014, right? So on and so forth. Did that for every month. And I tracked those percentage changes or. Well, Yagi did. Shout out to Yagi. You need a shout out anyways as being a patron. Uh, He, and and every single year over year except for, what is it, 24% of those months was positive. Some of them four digit percent positive. Right? So I don't have the data in front of me. I should have the data in front of me. But so then what I did is said, OK, here's all these year over year percent changes and let me count all of them up and find which ones you would have lost on. It was 26 percent of those year over years. And then 70, sorry, 24 percent and then 76 percent of the time. So if you'd put money in Bitcoin on March 31st, the next March 31st, you would have had significant
4: gains. That's that's, that that's based on historical data. So you're assuming based on, based on that data. that it's going to continue that way. That's your that's your I assumption. I mean, it's
3: a, it's a safe bet, man. We make those bets in life, though. When I go on a certain highway, I assume it's not going to be as congested as the other highway when the other highway is congested.
4: Okay, that's, when that's I based on it's based on the the market cap of all the stuff continuing to grow for as and expand as it's expanded in the absolutely. past. Absolutely, but it's that's not something on, that can happen forever.
3: It's not something that. Can so you're saying forever.
4: in the near future, over the next few years, you still feel like that's that 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 I do. will be as good or better.
3: I feel like the percentage changes aren't going to be astronomical. Like those four, some of them were stupid. Like wow, somebody made four thousand percent year over year. That's fucking bananas. And that was back earlier. No, yeah. So that's a good point, Corey. That's another trend that I noticed. That I didn't map out is that the percentage gains are getting smaller, which is what you expect as more people start to get on the train, right? So they went ridiculous back in like twenty thirteen to twenty fourteen of like four thousand percent year over year gains, and now they're down to like the three digits, which is still fucking stupid, by the way.
4: But I plan on I plan on actually plotting yeah. this by the way, and, and and us releasing the plot on like Twitter or Instagram or something so that people yeah. can see what we're talking about.
3: And uh, we actually know what we're talking about. We're not three goons. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. So that, to me, was very interesting. And that's why I say hashtag not investment advice slash kind of. I don't know. Is that Bitcoin actually the, the the train and the any notion out there that, that Bitcoin, and I'm saying Bitcoin because the other altcoins, uh, they don't. I think their market's not mature enough to even do stuff like this um, is not a good investment. Is fucking ludicrous. You can tell that you can look them in their eyes and say, you are a dumb person.
4: Especially that if is, it's like if you're if you're following your previous advice or your previous notion that you should only be doing a small percentage allocated towards high like high risk assets, right? Like if it's five well, percent. That's because
3: I'm a, that's I'm a conservative, right? Yeah, but like going all in
4: is, is could be a dangerous game because what you're not seeing, what's not being captured in in that in that data and that analysis you just gave, or like the, the prediction or whatever you say, is the drastic up and downs. And when you put like, you may be caught in one of those things that drops from month to month, going from yeah, going there from was a like, rough year, you know, a couple like going down a couple thousand dollars or a massive percentage of the current evaluation, and people getting scared and losing their money. Because that happens a lot.
3: Yeah, I actually so I brought up the analysis. I couldn't. In real time, I couldn't remember where the link was, but I just found it in Slack. And the, the rough years were 2014, 2015. Um, so November, Ooh. had you invested Had you invested in 2013, November, you would have lost 66% of your money the next November. And so December... Oh, lost on paper. Lost on paper, right. Um, and then of course, everyone knows the, the bear market that we just went through, but what's neat about this is I hope this pattern continues for the next 10 years is that you get one just astronomical green year, and then you get the bad red year, you get two neutral years of modest gains, and then you get, um, then you start to have a green year again. So, um, but anyways, it was interesting uh i wanted to say hey be careful with your money but hey here's how this asset's actually performed in the past so if anybody you know you see on tv shows all the time and they make fun of it like oh you're in bitcoin you must be broke huh and it's like no quite the opposite like bitcoin is a great investment bitcoin is a great investment so there it is done wisely there we go there's the caveat so we can move on from that hey wayne Uh, welcome to the show
5: Hey, you guys sound great. I don't know if it's just dialing in for the first time with this app. Your voice, did Dimitri did you get a get a new microphone or something?
3: I've been wor- I've been working on my radio voice, Wayne.
5: Oh, it's smooth, buttery, and salt- sultry. So that's great. <laughs> smooth
3: I've never been buttery and sultry. sultry. <laughs> never been called sultry before, but I'll take it. I'll take it so- with a smile. So, aren't our microphones better than yours too?
2: Yeah.
4: Uh just not yeah, uh, yeah, calibrated yeah, appropriately. Uh I think this would be a good time to, to introduce Reem to like to the sh- to like the, the podcast network.
3: Yeah. Reem are we putting you on the spot too much this morning? I feel like you hopped in here and you're call in, <laughs>
4: you're getting you're getting
3: called out.
6: I'm feeling the love. I appreciate it. <laughs> um Hello everyone, I'm Reem. I've been popping in and out over the past couple of years. Um, it's always nice to come back and listen to you guys chat
4: oh, out um, with a show, aren't you?
6: That is in development. Absolutely. Um, for anyone interested in design, I am plus I have a plot going on that is design centric. Thanks to you guys. So yeah, I'm excited to see where it goes.
4: Give us a, give us we like a, a an idea friend. of like what that means. What does it mean to have like a design centric show? What are you going into? Oh,
6: cool. Okay, well, if you we want to talk about that some more. Um, yeah, so, you know, I've been kind of in the crypto space since like 2014 15, back when I was in the finance world, because of Bitcoin, and it was just always about technology, which I find is fascinating, I mean, considering how much development has gone over the past few years. But um, the one thing that a lot of people forget is that Bitcoin was done for the people, by the people. And when you do that, you have to be human-centric when you're designing solutions um, using this technology. So what I'm trying to do right now is just to remind people that this was done for the people. So we should be designing for the people. And I think design plays an critical role in terms of scalability and adoption. Um, I know people like to talk about Coinbase and say it's the devil. You know, it's sold its crypto soul. But really, Coinbase is paving the way when it comes to human-centricity. Um, people would not contribute or invest in crypto had Coinbase or these, um, you know, evil crypto companies actually made it seamless and user centric for people to actually interact with it, tinker with it um, without, you know, being paranoid or concerned about Silk Road or whatever stupid archaic ideologies are. But uh, yeah, so I'm trying to create a podcast that explains how design played a critical role in user adoption and how it's really critical in the space. So yeah, that's my long-winded description of my podcast show, How to Make Crypto Human Centric.
4: I think that'll be interesting. And it's one of those situations where like, you're going to have material forever because we're so far behind on that being well done. Uh, that you could probably probably spend forever just giving lessons on what has worked, what hasn't worked, what we could possibly do, where things are going, et cetera.
6: Yeah, we're also growing and learning together, so we're always going to come up with new revelations and discoveries, so you know, design is always going to be working in tandem with engineers as they're developing this technology.
2: It would be nice to break the myth of people who think as long as I'm making money, I don't care how it looks, and I want to get away from that thinking.
6: Yeah, that's a very ni- narrow minded, you know, view and like actually doing a couple of people conducting research on how, you know, the ICO craze and, um, you know, people that just develop tokens or ICOs just for the hell of it actually failed miserably, not because it didn't come up with a good idea, but because they didn't really care about the user. They were just so focused on the monetary aspect, but the ones that actually did have a problem to address, they're the ones who were able to resurface or, you know, stay afloat despite, you know, the crypto winter, but, um, yeah, they're, they're trying to solve a problem and design is the way to pave, you know, um, to success, I suppose.
2: Yeah. And that's, uh, what July 1st, that's the target date.
6: Um, let's hopefully that's the plan. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I know that's kind of uh, coming up, but yeah, that's the plan design first. I mean, well, July 1st.
2: Sounds good. Wayne, you gonna listen to that? You tuning in?
5: Absolutely, because the, the two thoughts I had on that is one, you know, it's been nerd money for a long time, as Andreas Antonopoulos would say, and just like email, if if you didn't know Elm or Pine, if you didn't know Elm or Pine or or some of the low level email systems in the late '80s, early '90s, you just you weren't on email until everybody was on it and so you know nerds had a good advantage in bitcoin as well because if you could trudge through the the roadblocks there was a potential you know payoff not only in, in you know the obvious financial terms that people see now but the accomplishment one gets but from a design perspective the second point the i i was also a, a proselyte of coinbase a lot just because like, hey, look, they're the ones bringing the masses. They're the ones who have an app. They're the ones who make it easy. But the flip side of that is UX is not only just about access, you know, making sure a technology is accessible, but it's also UX is what tilts people one way or the other. So they're going to do whatever's easiest, whether or not it's the right thing in their mind or the right thing for their well-being. So that's why, I love it when Andreas and others talk about we need to make security, you know, make security be the default thing that happens. Don't make don't make an option that is, hey, I want this transaction to be secure and make the user do it. Make it secure and make it easy to be, quote unquote, right. And then I think it's just an argument about what's right.
3: Mm -hmm. And uh, Reem's going to explore that. And I think it's going to be I'm excited to listen to it. I get excited to listen to every I guess we could say all of our programming on the on the Bitcoin podcast network. So um, did anybody as anybody that's called in wanted to speak to anything quick, like bring a topic to the table that we may have discussed this show? I know you guys just hopped in, but maybe you hopped in with something that you did want to talk about. Or you just kind of want to hang out with us.
5: For me, I just
3: got here as soon as I could once I saw the message. Okay, wanted to hang out. I did want to talk about one thing, Corey. If you're there, unless your dogs are just completely going bananas, what? Because oh, I, I know you're in the uh, the Ethereum world quite heavy, because that's what uh, status builds on, and that's what a lot of people build on. And you know, I um, I don't I just don't have time to keep up with everything. Is there's so many things, but I saw a tweet from someone. That, that said ETH 4.0, and I thought to myself, what the hell is going on in Ethereum that we are arrogant enough to think we have a 4.0 version? And why are we working towards a 4.0 version when this stuff is barely... It's like an airplane trying to take off that's too heavy. Like, what is going on in that community? So can you fill me in as to what ETH 4.0 nodes are and what the hell is even going on there?
4: That's not a thing. It's just not a thing. Like, I don't know what you saw, but it's not a thing. Okay, cool. That's all I needed so to know. We're still working on a lot of the f 2.0 Beacon Chain uh, sharding implementation. That's 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 still quite underway and has quite a while to go before it's actually implemented. So like, not a thing.
3: Okay, that's all I needed to know. I thought I was taking crazy pills when I was like, what running the Eth That makes it difficult I don't know for
4: everybody. Know. Like I don't know. It's it's, it's, it's impossible to keep up with even just what's happening in Ethereum, much less the entire ecosystem. I try my best mm. um, to, to at least get like a broad swath understanding of most of the important things that are happening across the entire blockchain ecosystem, but it's impossible these days. And ongoers who try and see it get lost in the sauce or come up with just like, come up with weird shit like F4.0, which isn't a thing.
3: Hmm. I love how Lost in the Sauce is now hit hit mainstream. Great Where'd stuff. that come from? So, so,
5: D, it's, I did a quick uh, Google search, and the only Ethereum 4.0 makes me think that you got trolled or something because it says Ethereum 4.0 will have stateless state transitions, and either that's so incredibly advanced it's going to blow everybody off the charts, or it's just obviously fake.
3: Yeah, maybe it was like an inside joke that people do in public, and I was like, "Wait, wait, what?" No, that's that Twitter for you. Sense. Yeah, um, good. I'm glad we clear that up because that seemed like it was a little off. Um, I don't know. I think we we've, we've kind of ran through all of our talking points. Uh, I know. Do you guys want to? Are we rapping?
4: We're yep. sitting over a little over an hour at this point.
3: Yeah, we got to wrap to wrap this up um yeah i got nothing else to talk about except netflix is getting shittier fast I, don't know. I was trying i was trying to watch something on netflix last night my family were like what is all this crap there's nothing good on that. It. it's like netflix is just reverting because the other streaming services are going to eat them alive but anyways i don't okay, want to get to you. I
0: i have to push back on you on that because i watch a lot of netflix there is a ton <laughs> of good. There she Netflix. is. <laughs> <laughs> How Roger have have you back. Have you brought back the rom com? Have you not seen "Always Be My Maybe"?
3: Uh, I watched a little bit of it last weekend. It was pretty funny. Okay, uh,
0: they 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 have like what they've done is they've taken like the concept of a boutique video store where like you know there's that one video store in town that has like all the horror flicks or whatever. And maybe like all the Hong Kong kung fu films, and put it all in one spot. So it's very flavor specific. So you just gotta have to like curate your playlist, if you will, to find find oh. your stuff.
3: Oh, that's a beautiful world. It's my fault. Netflix sucks. I like that. Okay. Well, I will, say, I will go. They back. push
0: like really good stuff, and they have training to make it very simple. But if you are looking for something particular, they do have it there for you. There was, like, this crazy-ass, like, Korean zombie flick that's a historical, ple- uh, historical period thing that was, like, a, a television show. It was, like, a, a season or two long, and it was amazing.
2: Sounds you like used- I'm boring. Uh, I think the fun. Netflix CEOs were, like, put on Coming to America and Black Panther, and we've taken care of the black demographic. They will be satisfied. That's not true. When <laughs> is because
0: many of the black shows... Uh, are still being held up for whatever reason for rights because when I used to use the VPN all the time uh, before Netflix nixed that I could go to the Canadian side or the UK side or anywhere else and I would watch like Fresh Prince and Good Times and and Jefferson's and all that but for uh, some reason when it comes to block shows in American streaming services they are not here I don't know the reason why
3: Uh oh, we don't want to get too deep now
0: I'm just, I'm just I, uh, saying
3: No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm
4: um, with Roja on this one. I think Netflix is great.
0: Plus, they have that... I personally won't watch it, but they have uh, that that show by Ava DuVernay about the Central Park Five kids. Oh, yeah. I heard about that.
3: There's a great
0: kids sci-fi show that has um, a sci-fi movie that has um, black actors in it, particularly Jamaican, uh, called uh, See You Yesterday. I mean, there's great stuff on there.
3: Uh, You know what? I will. I will You know, I will check myself. And, exactly. and if they the if they end up sponsoring us,
4: Cello will recheck himself too. <laughs>
2: Cello. <laughs> this episode brought to um, you
4: by Coming to America. There
2: you go. <laughs> uh, Sorry, let's wrap so it, it up. I think that's it. You're saying, not going to see Coming to
0: America
3: too, which is filming right now. Ooh, I don't know. I'll see it, dude. Coming to America is one of the best movies ever made. You've got to see Coming as to. As long America. as someone gets a milkshake thrown at them, I'll watch it. <laughs> <laughs> um let's see what do we do uh the bitcoin podcast network you can find on the dot com or the dot network. it's our suite of shows uh, all kinds of shows like bullpen podcast dose of ether hashing it out just the headers which you'll be dropping before you get to this um Thank you as well. Uh, shout out to Wayne because I think he deserves a shout out via Patreon. I th- we give you lots of shots out. We give you lots of shots out. Shots to out. We get you shots out. Shots outs. Uh, Did I
4: hear
5: appreciate. shots? We're going to have some shots. Yeah. Yes.
4: Okay. Next <laughs> time I see you, we will have a shot, Wayne. Um, it's uh, but Shout out to
3: Wayne. Shout out to Ken. Uh, shout out to the other Ken. Shout out to Yagi. Shout out to I'm trying to think of everyone on the Patreon. I should. Pre- this is something you probably should prepare before the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, do
2: that. Bittersweet announcement. Uh, Crypto until infinity is coming to an end after forty uh, something yeah. episodes. Um, but it's not going to go out. Well, you know, uh, on a cliffhanger. He's going to have one final farewell episode. Um, but you know, if you're not caught up on that show,
3: dig through the archives. But
4: stuff, that Matt show knows. is a wrap. I enjoyed it it was okay. good while it lasted best of luck yeah. to him in his future endeavors yes yep.
3: doing doing 40 shows is tough in and of itself like people everyone in their mom wants to start a podcast but not everyone like wants to keep doing it and doing it so thank you dj for going it was a very long run and you guys can still listen to his, his show uh oh he got on just this is the one person in the slack that really wanted to get on Tim we're wrapping up you gotta stay, hey, got see we got one thing to say live
2: from New York at Saturday night and then we gotta go <laughs> yeah
3: do you guys hear me yeah we can right, yeah. and that's our
2: show and that's <laughs> the
3: show no you, you got in right at the end of the show man we were just wrapping up we we apologize well, my, he my headset hang? was changing signals sorry okay um yeah. sorry Tim you got in right at the end. Right at the end of the show, we're ready. Oh, so. oh, cool!
2: Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah I, I was, I was dealing some drama, but yeah, I really appreciate what you guys are
4: doing.
3: I really do. Thanks,
2: boss. Well, thank
4: you. Man. We're gonna keep doing it, and next time you can yep. tell us more about that.
3: All right, yeah, well, cool. We'll open up again next week. So, or sorry, yeah. the week after next, we actually have an interview coming to you guys next week. So, <laughs> by the lolly team, la la I'm just gonna play that song by Lou Wayne in the background the entire interview, and see if they uh. That's a good way to get pulled yeah. off YouTube. That is yeah. a good way to get pulled off YouTube. Yeah, you to pull down, dude. <laughs> uh, the P- Patreon, please become a patron if you like. We have several tiers, including one, which was for the first month, you get a bag of Flaming Hot Cheetos on us. And we know you guys like those Flaming Hot Cheetos. So uh, let's see. What else do we do, guys? We have a book. Um, if you go to Amazon, you search for us, right? You'll get our book. Uh, In 10 words or less, can you describe Bitcoin, Ether, or blockchain? Um, We basically took an amalgamation of all of the interviews we did in the first three years of the podcast. And we had a trademark question where he asked, can you describe Bitcoin in 10 words or less? And we took all the responses and we put them together. And it's a really nice coffee table book. If you are into crypto and you don't have this book, you're doing it wrong. You need to get this book. Go to the website, click the book, and then buy it. Um. What else? Guys, am I missing anything? I no, don't Good. Hey, one, one
5: suggestion, D. What's that one? I Wayne? suggest that for those who want to introduce crypto to others, buy a few extra books. They're not expensive. And hand that to somebody and say, here you go. Here's what Bitcoin, Ethereum, crypto is and get to know it.
4: I agree with that. I agree with that. Buy forty-five books each, and then just pass them out on the street and see people. Right, will appreciate it. Are you
5: saying you don't have forty-five friends? Come on. No, Bitcoin is really neat when you share it because there is a thrill for someone new when you help them install an app and you send them a tiny bit of Litecoin or you know something. You know, as long as the transaction fees are small and they see you know they see it come in. Litecoin's a little faster, so you don't have to wait so long. And but. The or any of the other, you know, it's kind of smaller, faster cryptos, but something tangible always closes the deal a little bit better.
3: This is this true? No doubt. Um, that's that's it, guys. Thank you, Wayne. Uh, thank you, Reem. Thank you, Rosa. Thank you, Tim. Uh, shout out to Zoe Saldana, Zazi Beats, uh, Carla Lewis. Uh, play the outro.